Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Thank you to Babe Lake or Baby Lake 19 for all the love for the podcast. Her review reads, this podcast keeps me sane. I love listening to you guys with my headphones on while ignoring my kids as they fight constantly. They're six and five. Ooh, same. Oh, and by the way, I got addicted to TikTok because you guys talked about how good Tiff's was and you weren't wrong. Oh, thank you. And I'm sorry. Yes, you, you got the TikTok. Congratulations. I quit. <clears throat> You've quit every week. I know. That's love hate. Okay. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we have a big announcement and a special guest. That's my line. Now, today we have Carrie from Wisconsin opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so that you too can open the show for us. Hey, ladies and gents and dogs and guinea pigs. This is Carrie. I'm calling from middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. It's April 27th. I have two kiddos. One is 15. He's my bonus child. And the other is nine. Um, I'm married to a man, to clarify. We have a dog, three cats, a bearded dragon, and a sheep. And they are all male. So I am on my own on an island surrounded by testosterone and nonsense. So let's get this show started because we're all here because basically we've lost our minds. Who goes through the entire trial and tribulations of growing up, becoming an adult, and then thinks, huh, what else do I need in my life? Oh, I know. I need to argue 1,700 times a day with little crotch nuggets about curfews (laughs) and screen time and which sippy cup tastes better. So ladies, give us an hour to kind of forget our troubles and let us know that we're not alone because I am currently sitting outside my house avoiding going inside. You guys are great. I love you. Bye. You know what? She needed to get that out. Yeah. She needed a place to get that out. My, I felt that from her, like (laughs) when she, when she rolled into crotch nugget and then there was like this boom of just I could feel her frustration you know we're, yeah. we've all been there and I've I I have been at my house with my children for so long if I don't escape soon I'm going to lose my mind I feel like you lost that already a while ago I don't know why you're acting like you still have a hold of it okay well I just think it should be I don't know like I feel like an escape should come Oh, oh segue oh. to Tiffany Jenkins. What? Oh. Our, our guest, our special guest. Where did get- I, mean, I thought we were rolling into it in a oh. different way, and Meredith's I, just throwing curveballs. Well, wait, our special guest. Is- what that, so, how, how about a mom fail? How about, uh, where did she go? Oh. Is that what you're saying? Gosh, I'm, I'm not waiting. good at this. Oh, how about a, a mom win instead, Tiffany? What could we do to to uh, talk to our our fans, our people, our community, our friends about a mom win? This was the most awful. You didn't do it right. I did it wrong. How, 
How about for a mom win, we hit the road, just you and me? Hmm, that sounds fun. But what if Hi there! we brought someone else with us? There's that. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I feel like we should all be together in one place, perhaps for a show. Wink, wow. wink. <laughs> what kind of show? What is going on right now? People are asking. I don't That's know. That's a good question. Hold on one sec, because I'm not live on my page. Oh, wait, no. Bendy just said I am now. Hold on. It is. Yep. It is? Yes. Very good. Okay, I was really stressing. Not- That's why I was running. I was running around trying to get. It's our first day. It's, it's our first, first day here at the new job. Yeah, kind of it is, right? Yeah, it feels like it. It does. It feels like when you show up and you have no clue what you're supposed to do, but you don't want to get fired, so you act like you know what you're like, supposed uh-huh, to do. Uh-huh. So, so so since you did it so awkwardly, what do you think you've said already? Okay, well, first of all, if that wasn't <laughs> and the, thanks for having me on the show. If that wasn't the smoothest uh, introduction to us having a live show somewhere. I don't know what possibly could have been. Agreed. But uh, what I think happened is that the three of us are getting together live in person to hang with you guys in wait for Jacksonville, Florida, July 20th through the 22nd. And tickets are officially on sale now. Dina, where can they get tickets? They can go to the name of the show is called My Name Is Not Mom. So you can go to my name is not mom.com and you can buy tickets to our Jacksonville shows. It's so weird hearing you say it out loud because we've just been secretly working in the darkness for so long. Yes. We have. It we does have. feel weird to be able to say it and not like cover my mouth when I say it like this. If anyone has been wondering why I've been so exhausted lately, it's because Dina is very thorough and (laughs) has us doing nine Zoom meetings a day about the tour. (laughs) Um, So I just don't sleep anymore. Yeah, no. You guys want to be a part of the show when you Mm -hmm. go to my name is not com. um, What did I say? Name is not mom.com. I'm tired. Um, You're going to see that there's a spot where you could submit videos. So if you go to the submissions button, you guys can upload videos that we may use in the show while we're touring. So um, sounds big on me good. Yeah, that's my favorite part is having them do their video i mean the rest of it's going to be great too which we're not going to give away any details of what it's going to be um it's going to be a strip show is what it's going to be no i just got my my nipple tassels in from amazon okay i'm ready to go i I thought we agreed we weren't going to wear anything but that's fine um it's going to be exciting i'm excited i can't wait to get out there and um see everybody again and we wanted to pace ourselves and not just go balls to the wall because there's still stuff going on in the world. So we want to be safe about it, but it's happening. Mm. Uh, Christy asked more locations to be added or is it only one location? 
So uh, there will be dates added. So if you want on the website, there's a button that says get notified. Uh, so if you're not in the Jacksonville area, so that might be a lot of people, put your email in and you'll get put on an email list. And when new shows are added, um, then you can be notified when we might be in your area. Yes. So we are really excited to get together and bring this to you guys because personally, I felt like the one thing that held the glue together in my brain during this pandemic was you guys. Like the the community, just the fact that I could get out there and talk to you guys every day and of course my friends here and it just made perfect sense to me to be like, why aren't we doing something together? Let's get this together. Let's, when it's safe, obviously, let's get this out on the road. And now we feel like that's that time has come. And we are really excited to come see you guys in one place. And yes, oh, look, people are offering up their homes as a free venue. You may come to my house and perform your show. <laughs> in my living room for just me and my bearded dragon. Yes. Um, so so some people, I guess, from my page are like, I don't know what I missed. So what you missed is um, we're all going on tour together. You can get tickets if you go to mynameisnotmom.com. Right now we've just announced the Jacksonville shows. So, uh, yeah, somebody said they're going to change their system birthday to be there so yeah i think you have that's time a great to make idea. that happen i think it's a great idea um so do that Ch- changing a birthday is not a big deal so should i maybe do a mom fail and then we can go into the show sure okay um so the big scuttlebutt around the block today was the school has the uh, elementary school is having their book fair at the elementary school, they do different days for different grades, right? And classes and whatever and blah, blah, blah. Because the whole school goes through the book fair. Well, I'm on like a group text with a couple of the other moms. And everybody in the in the chain is like, crap, it's the book fair. I forgot to send money. Crap. You know, like it's just this, like this ding, ding, ding is going off this morning. And I was laughing because the week before it was Brian's turn. And I also forgot to send in book fair money. And so everybody was kind of like commiserating because, you know, the, the, the woman goes such a mom fail. And I was like, clearly not because every single mother in here forgot to send their kids with money to the book fair. It's a child fail because they didn't tell us about said book fair. So I'm blaming this squarely on always, the child. Always blame the child. Mm-hmm. And then if you have, if your kid has a really great teacher, my, my son's teacher called me the day I forgot to send money to the book fair. And she said, I will give him as much money as you want him to have. And then you could just pay me back whenever. And I was like, are you a saint? Like you're with these kids all day long. You should be a much angrier person, but she's not. She's like the most loving. At your book fair, do they always have that, like, there's a preview day, right? And then the kids can shop, and then they write down the titles that they like and come up. Brooke's list was, it was like $78 worth of books. I go, what? What are you doing? She's mom. It's all about reading. I go, yeah, no, I get it. But there's a library. Like you can have one book around $7. Like, I don't know why all of a sudden we're buying all the news. So funny. But she went in there like a boss. She's like, I'll take one of these. I'll take two of these. (laughs) She's like, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So I allotted $15. (laughs) Okay. And then uh, promptly 
paid the teacher back the next day um, hmm. because I was super nervous about not paying her back because I don't remember jack shit. So I was like, I better pay her back because she is literally the nicest person on the planet. She made homemade cookies for every kid in class and br- hand delivered them to everybody's door the day before school started. Hmm. At their house? At thank our God houses. For moms like that. Who does I that? don't understand it myself. Yeah, I don't understand it. But thank God there are moms like that because there are moms like us that forget everything. Right. You got to balance it out, right? Yeah. Maybe she was trying to poison the kids so that they didn't come. Like, why else would you drop cookies off at someone's house? I think to be a really nice person. A nice person. Can't relate. Yeah. I missed a whole jogathon this year. What? A what? The school's like, congratulations, we raised $140,000 at the Jogathon. And I was like, y'all had the Jogathon already? <laughs> like, I didn't did hear anything really about it. Did they $140,000 or did you make that up? Because that sounds like I an think- excessive amount of money for an elementary school. I am, don't quote me, but I'm like super sure that that's how much. It's like a lot of jogging. Yeah. yeah. But usually well, it's like a big thing. You get 99 emails. You have to buy a shirt and like go knock on people's doors and ask them for money. Nothing. No, I don't do the knock on people's doors and ask them for money stuff. I can't handle that. Don't you remember though? Like when we were younger, that that was like a rite of passage. You were like, today's the day you get the book. And then the guy would show up and he'd be like, now listen, if you sell in this tier, you're going to get these gifts. And you're like, I'm going big. I'm going top tier gifts here. Yeah. And then I well, did. We sell wrapping paper. What was all the shit we had to sell as kids? Wrapping paper, tubs of popcorn. I mean, you name it. If somebody had walked around, think about this. If they would have let us sell booze out of those books, how much money would have been so raised for the schools? So much money. Yeah, like give a kid just a wagon of booze, send them down the street, you'll be done by the first block. Well, I didn't mean actually let the children have the booze. Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. I, I, mean, I meant like a, idea, like I'll take, I'll take a Bailey's. I'll take it, you know, like, Listen, but not. I don't know why the kids can't do it. They're strong. They're strong. The wagon. Right. I think they, it's the underage drinking part. My, my school did that. And that's why I ended up the way I did. Stop. They didn't sell we, I never made it. <laughs> I was at the park sitting on the wagon, falling off the wagon. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Uh, all right. So I do have some topics for us to chat about. I figured why not? Let's throw it in here. It's big and nice today, um, which by the way, if you haven't heard and you weren't listening closely, you can go to mynameisnotmom.com. It was smooth. Okay. It may have right by without anyone mm-hmm. noticing. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I, thought, I just broke my chair. Like for real? Yeah, I'm just fat. Go ahead. What? I thought you had your cat under your dress. It's your knee. (laughs) Why did Tiffany? Why did Tiffany shove her cat in her dress? It's personal. Mind your business. Is this how the podcast normally goes? Yeah. So I literally, I literally looked out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, Jesus, she shoved the cat up her dress. Where are we going today? I can't. I can't. More out of one eye. Okay. All right. So, so this is how the podcast usually goes, Dina. We we have ridiculous topics or parenting topics or just anything that I find on the internet. I basically throw it out there, explain a little bit about it, and then we all kind of just throw in our two 
to seven cents. Okay. All right. But no more. <laughs> Two to seven cents. All right. I also sent you guys these in case you wanted to look, but NBD. I think I got through two of them. I didn't right. even look. We all know who Tyrese is. We do, right? Yeah. Okay. Dina, how do you not? So he's a... You know how many times we've had conversations and you guys bring people up? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You're missing out. I'm, I'm not the popular girl at school. I'm like the nerdy band geek. I'm like, I don't know. So he's an R&B artist from what, the 90s? He was big in the nineties. Wasn't he a model? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, but he sings too, right? I don't know. I know him as a model. Yes, but he's a, okay. A, a rapper, actor, songwriter, model, and DJ. I'm at that point in the article. Okay, well, so let me, you know who I, he is. I watched the video and it upset me so much that I'm blocking it out. So let me just yeah. have Tyrese model. You go ahead. So he oh, has Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he recently, he has a, I follow him on Instagram. Okay. I'm not exactly sure why I follow him. And I mean, he, I, I mean, I, not that I wouldn't, my point is I've, I've, I liked something of his Instagram one time and I followed him and I see lots of, lots of wonderful things on his Instagram. And then I saw something not so wonderful on his Instagram. And it was the day that he decided to shave his girlfriend's pubic area live on IG. Tiffany, With her legs. Watch it? Mm. Tiffany, it was like this, okay? So all you see, the girl must have been buck naked, all right? Yeah. And she got to come right here. So all you see is her knees and her legs, like, like they're in stirrups, but they're just yes. up in the air. That's the shot you got. So knees, yes. feet in the air, and then just Tyrese, and it's, ugh. I was like, good for you, you but I don't need to see it. And you see him coming with the razor, and it's just like, like, what is happening? What is happening? And this is what's apparently being streamed live. Um, So he, let's see, where was it? But after Sunday's weirdly sexual shenanigans, he'll now be known as the cautionary crotch tale of what not to do with your partner on a live IG. Uh, Tyrese and his girlfriend, Zelly, Zeli, Zelly have been dating for a few months now, getting together shortly after his divorce from Samantha Lee in December of 2020. These two are clearly so hot and heavy for each other. He decided to, uh, bushwhack her nether regions live on Instagram. Why? She decided to grab her camera to conduct an impromptu live and post these directly to IG stories. Why? We're unexpectedly treated to a terrifying point treated? of view. <laughs> While Tyree shaved his girlfriend's What was the reason? I don't know. But she it's like. to be shaved. What, what was he saying while he was doing it? Was he like instructing? Your boyfriend's like, you're just like here. And I. It's weird. It, it's weird. And then I do have that moment though when I'm like, I'm not into this. But then I'm like, Am I the old lady that's like, oh. you know, when you cross over and like a certain, and then you look down everybody? But I was like, No, no, no. I think I'm supposed to look down this. You know what I'm talking First about? First of all, people shave down there. <laughs> what are you doing? Hedge, hedge trimmers. <laughs> First of all, are you trying to tell me? That there are people <laughs> who shave that? Maybe that wasn't the cat. 
Oh, <laughs> it just got so dark in here. Like Harry Potter, like something menacing is coming. It's uh, Tyrese with a razor. <laughs> Tyrese heard that I I had a fresh book for him to whack and he showed up. Listen, she she takes a photo of him with with all you see is him. And here's the best part. He's got like his tongue hanging out of his mouth. It's like off to the side. And then you just see her feet by his head. And he's got this razor. And she captioned the picture. I will never let go of my king. But does your man shave you though? Question mark. And it's like, why would you ask? Why would you ask your man, partner, person, spouse? Why would you let ask them to shave your crotch? Meredith, do you know how excited I am when Jim takes me to Chipotle? Really <laughs> excited. So I'm just saying like the level of excitement I require, very low. Mm. So I've never asked him to do that. I feel just, like you got to keep some mystery. Is that why the bush is so big? You hide things? <laughs> You gotta forage through. Yeah, what's in there, Jim? What are you keeping there? That's not what I mean. I got what you mean. I just I don't understand uh, it at all. Um, Good for you, I guess. Maybe you know don't i find it a little odd but at the same time it's like i i don't care what you do in your bedroom but why did you have to bring it onto instagram stories to show everybody else like we didn't need to see him shaving your yeah, crop I, just I just love the positioning of it too because it's like oh your boyfriend doesn't do this for you as if i'm yeah. missing out on something i'm like oh is, is this summer so no well, guess who's in the news who tyrese and his girl oh that was your point we're yeah talking. yeah thanks for pointing it out awkwardly are, 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 you, are you calling this podcast the news ah, <laughs> no yeah somebody just wrote my husband just asked me from the other room what are you listening to <laughs> well so i don't know i think dave did shave me once but I was nine months pregnant and I think I just asked him to help because I couldn't see. Do you know when you get to the point you can't see and I was like holding my belly and I was like, am I in the vicinity? Because I was nervous because it was right before we had to go to the hospital. And I was, I didn't want anybody to see me, you know, with like, like three hedges. That's deep. love. That's love. So I held my belly up and I think I just said, just kind of shave down. I said, never against the grain, just go down with it. I was like, just help me a little bit. And I think he kind of did that. But to be honest, I couldn't see down there anyway. So I didn't really yeah, know. What but don't you think that uh, on the floor, of you know, the maternity floor, I'm taking for granted that everybody is just like crazy town. Like I don't I mean, every woman has that same issue. So I remember like going into delivery thinking, should I have done this? I'm, I'm out. I can't I can't help you now. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think I, I, tr I tried, but I don't know that it was successful. Because like I said, you can't see it anyway. No. So, you know, I don't remember. I can't see it even when I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's see. What else we got? What else we got? What else we got? If you're listening to this right now, grab tickets to our show in Jacksonville, July 20th through the 22nd at mynameisnotmom.com. Somebody weed whacking? Yeah, Tyrese. <laughs> He's coming. Oh, he's coming. 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 He
he heard. It's part of his he heard, Tiffany. Oh he heard. That's okay. too much. All right, moving on. Can you guys hear that? No. No. Okay, cool. It's like a dog whistle. Tyrese is only talking to you, so we can't hear. <laughs> oh, my God. You All thought right. this was my cat. It's Tyrese. <laughs> my husband's in the living room like, what the hell? All right. So uh, there is a mom who recently went viral in a TikTok about adults who hug and kiss her toddler without consent. Teaching our kids about consent is one of the most valuable life lessons we can give them. It empowers them to take control over their own bodies, set boundaries, and lay the groundwork for healthy relationships. But at what age should we start teaching our kids about consent and under what circumstances? Is telling your toddler to give a family member a kiss or a grandparent saying, give me a hug, a breach of consent? One mom from Australia is saying, yes, it is, and she's not holding back. Brittany Baxter has gone viral on TikTok with an impassioned message aimed at adults in her daughter's life who balk at having to ask the one-year-old permission for a hug or a kiss. Uh, Her post regarding consent has been viewed over 450,000 times, 2,000 comments. She says, as a parent, I practice consent with my daughter and something has been really bothering me lately, so I thought I'd talk about it here uh baxter says if you want to hug or kiss my child you must ask her for consent prior to doing so thoughts the child is one year old i listen i feel like it's a lot i feel like listen my kids when they were younger you know i'd be like hey go kiss your grandma i feel like there's part of that is just teaching a a child you know i don't want to say a ritual but hey you haven't seen your grandparents give them a hug I get the idea of consent. I think those are important conversations to have, but you know, I think that there's a time you say, Hey, we're going to go see grandma. When we get there, you're going to give him a hug and a kiss. Obviously I'm not going to sit there. You know, if one of my kids is weird on a certain day, I'll be like, just leave them alone. They'll hug you when they're ready. Like, I think that there's a happy medium. I don't know that it's got to go so far, but I think the conversations are good. Like be able to tell your daughter, Hey, you know, if somebody wants to hug you, they should ask you. But if grandma comes over and gives you a hug, like, I don't, I'm not going to, because in her, in her video or that article you sent, she was like, the worst perpetrators of this are grandparents. I was like, all right, like, (laughs) I get where you're going, but now like, I love grandparents. I think they're the greatest gift you can give your kids. And so I'm not going to, I don't know anybody that's going to have a lot of success going after my moms. I just, I don't, I don't know my two cents. Tiff? I, uh, I, I think that, um, I, I understand the kissing thing. I think that forcing your kids to kiss people is weird nowadays. I feel a weird vibe about it. It just like my own son doesn't like kissing me on the lips and I want more than anything to force him because I love him. But I know that that would be jeopardizing what is in his heart and it would be uncomfortable. So I don't, I respect him. He doesn't have to kiss me if he wants to, he can, um, Chloe, I have to like pull her off of me because she just wants to eat my face. Like they're different. I think that, uh, teaching kids consent at an age where they can comprehend it is good. In the meantime, you're their voice. So I think you can use discernment with certain relatives and decide what's right and what's not right. But, I also, I didn't see the TikTok, um, so I don't know what her attitude was or how she said it. 
She was basically saying that, you know, like she had a problem with the grandparents coming up and initiating the hug and the kiss without asking. And they say that they do it all the time. And it's not, it's not like, there's no consent there. You didn't ask. And it's like, well, I don't, I mean, why, I don't know. Like, how do you ask a one-year-old? Yeah. And I feel like too, part of it is also, um, you know, being able to read a room. Like if the kid is okay and the grandma holds her hands out and the kid holds her hands out, like, well, that seems like very consensual. Like it, right. it's making it very formal for a one-year-old. Um, I don't know. It, it The article did not come across as pro-consent. I am pro-consent. It just came across as, you know, I'm sick of this behavior. You need to honor her. I'm like, she's one. Yes, we should be honoring her. But this feels like a lot. And I've seen kids, my friend's kid, if... If you're like, can I have a hug? She's like, no. And you're like, okay, sorry. Okay. Holy shit. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, if you go to just hug her, she'll say no. And then you know, you know what I mean? But I think with grandparents, my parents are both gone. And so I imagine if they were still here and my mom wanted to hug and kiss the baby, I'd let her. And if the kid was like upset and my mom was like, no, you come and love me. Then I'd like get in the way and be like, chill. That's weird. But somebody just said, it sounds like she doesn't like her in-laws. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like there's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the feeling you're getting, like I never got that feeling, but I guess it really depends on what your relationship is with people and you know, what your own trust level is with them. And, and I think you just, you learn and, and there are nonverbal cues. Like you said, the kid lifts their hands up to give a hug. I say, then they're ready to hug. If a kid is saying or running away or putting up their hand, obviously they don't want to be hugged. Like, I don't think there has to be a big issue about it. I think you have, I think having a conversation about consent is huge as the kids get older. And as you have those conversations, but you know, a one-year-old, a two-year-old, I don't think I've ever met a kid who didn't want to be hugged that didn't make that painfully obvious. Like mm-hmm. if the kid is not in the mood, they're like, no, they're just rolling around. You're like, that seems obvious. And if you keep coming after them, then you're wrong. But like, but kids are usually like, yeah, no, not right now. For me, I was a people pleaser, even as a kid. And so I would do awkward stuff, even if I didn't want to, like if there was somebody who wanted a hug, and I didn't necessarily want to hug them, I would hug them to make them feel better. And so I know that there are probably other kids out there who have trouble expressing, which is why it's important to continually talk to your kid like, hey, you don't have to hug anybody you don't want to right. so that so that they know. But you can't really hammer that home to a one-year-old. Right. Do you, I think think that, do you think, Tiff, that when you were younger, if somebody had asked for your consent, knowing that you were a people pleaser, would you have said no? Uh, no, I would have still said yes. Yeah. But that, but my parents, you know, I mean, I can't speak ill of them because my memories are weird, but I don't know that they hammered it in like, hey, you don't have to hug anybody you don't want to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. You just tell them no. Would I have done it had they had that conversation? I can't say, but I think those conversations are definitely important when the kids are old enough to comprehend. I'll it. tell you. So, you know, Jacqueline had gotten this job at uh, this restaurant two years ago. So she started there. And there was a girl at work who 
I don't know. I, they were a lot older there. They're college kids. So she was a junior in high school. And they were like, hey, after work, we're all going to go out drinking. Do you want to come? And Jack was like, well, I have church in the morning. I'm playing the cello. Like she just, that's just not her thing. Right. And so they just kept asking her and they were like, well, what do you mean to go to church? Like you believe in God? Like that's stupid. And they were saying all this stuff. It was really upsetting her. And she was like, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I, and I, I don't know that I ever said it to her before, but I was like, you know, that if somebody asks you a question, you don't have to answer them. And she was dumbfounded. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, like, actually, that that question is illegal in a workplace. But she don't know that because she's a kid. But mm. just because somebody asks you something doesn't mean you have to answer them. And it was like this shock went over her face. I was like, she goes, but that's rude not to answer somebody. I go, it's not rude if you aren't comfortable with the conversation. And I just feel like I say that more and more often because I think it's something that kids need to hear. Like, if you don't want to talk about it, I'm not really comfortable talking about it. Or you know what? Or just redirect and say, you know what? I think I have to go do something over here. But it's another like being able to control your conversation and be able to, you know, feel like you have the opportunity to say, no, I don't want to have this conversation with you. That's a very powerful thing. And I, I guess I was more surprised by myself that I hadn't told her that before so she was 16 and she was like it was yeah it was a, a big moment that's a big moment for me too I feel obligated all the time to answer people's questions and if there's something I don't want to discuss I do it anyway because I feel like it's the right thing to do but I don't have to answer your questions if I don't want to yeah. Yeah. And then the ways to, get, you know, to, to go around it, you know, so like Jacqueline is getting ready for the Miss New Jersey pageant and, and some of the questions that they ask are really political, uh, very divisive. They can be. And she's like, so what do I say? I'm like, you can say whatever you want. You're going to have to own back up your opinion or you can say, well, I'd rather not answer that. Thank yeah. you. Say, I don't know so much about this, but I do know about that and redirect it in, in a way that you feel comfortable with. And, and then again, that's another really important, um, important strategy. Like I don't want to feel backed in the corner by your question. So I'm going to talk about this other thing politicians do it all the time right and they're masters at like being a spin doctor but yeah. i don't i don't know that we we teach uh young women you know what they have to feel honored to reply to or whatever yeah so it's 11 11 and make a wish <sighs> okay meredith you're really thinking hard about this you took it so <laughs> seriously <laughs> Made my wish. I made my, but I can't tell anybody because then I'm right, I'm right here. Okay, okay, Dave. All right. So, <laughs> so I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast or not, and we've done quite a few episodes at this point. But um, I found this interesting and also respectful because this was actually one of the times on social media where I read through a comment thread and there was a lot of agree to disagree, and people were actually like giving points back and forth and it, it doesn't happen often on the internet. So, uh, Ava Mendez, uh, who is married to Ryan Gosling, uh, shared a quote equating spanking a child to domestic abuse of a spa of a spouse. 
And this is, you know, how she shared it. And I don't know if we've had the spanking debate on the podcast or not. So, uh, but I found this interesting for a couple of different reasons. So I just figured we'd talk about it. Uh, So to spank or not to spank, that is the question. And it passionately divides parents on both sides of the line. Regardless of which side of the debate you fall on, it's safe to say that the vast majority of parents don't want to be told that their stance is wrong. Actress Ava Mendez recently shared an Instagram post comparing the, that the comparing uh, spanking of children to domestic abuse in a marriage. And while it sparked deep discussion among parents, it was actually a great example of respectfully agreeing to disagree. Mendez and her partner, actor Ryan Gosling have two children, six-year-old Esmeralda and four-year-old Amanda. Um, in, in a recent Instagram post, she posted spanking does for a child's development, what hitting a spouse does for your marriage. That was the, that was the, you know, I don't know if you call it a meme. It was like a, you know, a statement. Um, it's a blunt analogy. They said, but she claims that she is clearly in the no spanking camp and you can agree or disagree, but you know, that is, that is her stance and she's not going to go back and forth with you about it. Um, but people were saying, you know, some of the people in the, in the thread who agreed with her said, absolutely. There's never a reason to hit while others in the comment thread, um, said, uh, you know, it's not the same at all. You know, spanking a child is nowhere near hitting a spouse and it doesn't mean the same thing. So you don't have to tell me if you're a spanker or not a spanker or whatever. Uh, it's not here to blow up anybody's spot, but there are two, you know, there are two different camps on this. And, um, we've definitely, when our children were smaller, um, there were definitely times where, uh, we spanked on the butt for something. Uh, and it, it is when you look back on it odd in some sense, when you spank your kid for hitting another kid, you're hitting a kid because they hit a kid. Right. So like, and I, and I remember actually having that moment when one of the kids was a toddler and I don't remember who hit who, but hitting occurred. So I walked up and hit and I thought to myself, okay, (laughs) I just hit a kid. Because they hit a kid. Mm-hmm. I bit Brooke because she wanted to <laughs> We went. We went right there. All right, she hold on. I need to listen. Everybody and would not stop. And um, you know, I so she was probably three, right? So she's my one that has anxiety and and but we didn't know it. So I, a lot of the things that I was seeing, the doctor was like, "This is her way of expressing when she doesn't like what somebody's doing. That's why she's all oh, speak of the biter, speak of the biter." There she is. So I talked about it the other day. We were in the car and she had bit somebody, uh, one of the kids again. And I was just done. And she was so young. She had, I still remember she had like the pudge, the pudgy wrists, you know, when mm. kids are so young, they're just pudged to here and then it goes in and then there's pudge. And so I was like, I'm done. Like she must have done it so many times. We're about to go in the mall. So I rolled up her sleeve and then I bit her and nice and hard. And I, she pulled her hand away. She goes, Oh, you're not allowed to bite me. I was like, if you bite somebody, I'm going to bite somebody. And it's going to be you every single time. And she never bit anybody again. But I, I'm 
I'm old school Italian. So let me go back. Okay. When I have two sisters and we were younger, my mom had something called the cat of nine tails. Anybody? I know exactly what that is. Okay. So you take a belt and you cut it up. So instead of getting hit twice with the top and bottom, you get hit nine times with all the little things. Right. And she was no joke. And, and she would keep it on top of the fridge and she would tell us verbally enough times to stop. We wouldn't listen. And she'd say, I'm going to get the belt. We're like, don't get the belt. Like just, You were like, no, she has crossover. So, um, I feel like the Italian way is that when kids are young, like, don't put your hand on this oven. I'm going to smack your hand. Trust me, it's better than what's coming. But but it tur- it turns over and you smack with your eyes. Eventually, they know that there's follow through. Yeah. So I could look across the room and I'd be like, what are you doing? And just with my eyes, they knew a smack was about to come around the corner. I was like, you better step away. So I think it's... Um, I'm not opposed to it. Obviously, there are extreme situations where they're completely inappropriate. Um, but I had a good model. The cat of nine tails is not a good model. But I like my. We eventually moved to the. Oh, because here's my mom's other favorite. It's called the pinch. Okay, and we had a sedan. So the three of us would be in the back of the sedan, and she'd be like, "Knock it off, knock it up." And then this is this is Diana. Okay, she'd be driving the car. She would wrap her. <laughs> hand around and then just start pinching she didn't care who she got and then everybody's legs would come up and it's just called the pinch and so i did it i'd be driving three kids and i was like i'm done and i bam and the arm would go back i don't care and they're like it wasn't even me i'm like doesn't matter boom and you just yeah. i i think that there's a difference and this might not make any sense but in my head this is how i feel there's a difference in beating on your kid to teach them a lesson, like a broad lesson as a, like as a punishment and letting them feel what they're doing to others. So for example, Chloe in the car, there's three, the three kids are lined up in the car and it's an effing nightmare. I dread going anywhere because Aubrey's smack dab in the middle and Chloe will pull Aubrey's hair or smack her when I'm not looking. And it's just constant. Stop Chloe. Young, you be me. And so I will warn Chloe and be like, if you put your hands on your sister again, I'm going to do it to you. And then if she chooses to do it again, then I'll flap her. And I'll be like, that's what it feels like. If she pulls her sister's hair, I'll pull her hair and be like, that's what it feels like. You don't like that. Don't do that to other people. I'm guilty of that. Um, but it's justified in my head because I want her to, her sister won't do it back to her cause she's so much bigger. Um, I want her to feel what it feels like and maybe remember that next time she goes to do it. But I, um, as far as the comparison itself to domestic, I can absolutely see the comparison. I can see why she would do that, why she would say that. And I get the point that she's trying to make, because if you actually think about it, if your spouse or somebody, I mean, it's two different situations, obviously, except the kid doesn't have a choice. The kid is so young, they don't understand. Um, And a lot of times in these domestic abuse situations, I know there's a lot of mental warfare and gaslighting and narcissism and love involved. And it's very confusing. Um, But I do think that it can't be, I don't know. Well, I I mean, so Ava Mendez, and I just checked to confirm was born in the U S but she's, she's from a Cuban family. I'm from a Puerto Rican family. And the way it was for us, my grandmother would say, 
you and she'd call your name and look at you with the eyes that Dina talked about. And you knew you had to go outside, you had to pick a switch off the tree and you had to bring it into her and then she'd let you have it. And you didn't want to get looked at. You didn't want to have to go out and get your own switch. So I'm and now I don't know Ava Mendez or her story, but I, I know that a lot of Hispanic individuals that, that that's how they grew up, right? They, they got spanked. There's, there's a difference between yeah, I don't beating know your saying. child. Yeah, there it is. There's a difference between beating a child and a spanking. Yeah. And, and I think a beating of a child, I think she's right with her post, but I, I think a, a, a little spanking or pop on the butt to, you know, get you going. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's a line. There's a, there's a definitive line. Like I, I was, so my family is also <clears throat> Italian. And so I, when, when my grandmother got pissed, it was her shoe. She took the shoe off. You got hit with the shoe. We got shoes. Um, and then <clears throat> if she had a wooden spoon in her hand or if she was cooking, you got, you got the spatula, you got whatever she had accessible and there were a lot of us grandkids and we were always getting hit. So because we were doing stupid shit, right? How do you like, feel? Like, did it help you? Like, how did, how did that experience shape you? Well, I mean, I don't, I've never, I, no, I've hit my kid with a shoe. Well, I no, you, you, I mean, you, you like, missed, I've definitely, you, you missed what we were saying. That there's a difference between beating and spanking, right? Yeah, so that's, that's the important part. But like, I mean, what, one thing that I remember here too. When I say shoe, I'd like to clarify flip-flop. I'm just saying because I've never been hit, so I don't know how it would shape a person. My sister used to get welts from a wooden spoon, and I never got anything. And so I don't know. I can't look back and say uh, that was definitely a good thing or not. I I just I think that every but you I think you learn things and you decide which route you're going to go right based on how you were raised and what you got as a kid. Every kid is going to respond differently. <laughs> and every like I, I don't think we spanked Matthias. No, he spanked us when we did things wrong. He, he would, would put himself us. in timeout. He would come and say, I did this. I need to go to timeout. Like the kid didn't get spanked. Sophia? Tell you the, cra- tell you. Um, the craziest thing, I don't know if your parents said this. If you said a curse word, you automatically were getting soap in your mouth. If you said called somebody a name, my mom would be like, come on over. Come on up, let's wash your dirty mouth out, right? And she'd get a bar of soap and she'd rub it on your tongue. And it was like, you didn't say curse words after that, right? So now Dean's Dean's a kid. I don't know what he said. He could have said poopy caca, whatever. And I, I don't know what he said, but it wasn't nice. So I said, go ahead, go stand outside. I'll be right out. He was like, for what? I go, because we're going we're gonna to wash your mouth out, right? Well, I... I go inside and I realize nobody has bars of soap anymore in the kitchen. It was like a pump. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or no, and I know what it was. I did. I didn't want to pump soap in his mouth because that felt like a lot. So I got pepper. Oh, I got Lord. some pepper and I put it in my hands and I came outside and I had the pepper in the thing and he just started crying hysterical. And I, and I hadn't told him what I was going to do. And I go, what's wrong with you? He goes, <laughs> You're going to blow pepper in my eyes. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Why would anybody do that? It's horrible. No, then you're going to love this. I'm going to just stick something in your mouth. <laughs> it was just such a random. I was like, no, I did not consider putting that in your eyes. And if anyone does, you should run away. Yeah, no, I got the soap in the mouth. It was that. Do you remember the, uh, la- what were they called? Lava bars? Lara bars? Lava 
the 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 soap the bar that my grandmother used to have this tiny bar soap it was called lava or something soap and it was for stains so it was like really hardcore soap and I don't know I just remember that bar and we definitely I definitely got that bar a couple of times you know you asked what it what it did to you Tiffany and what I remember is it helped me become a better planner because my cousins and I would try to figure out how to do something stupid without getting caught instead of just doing something stupid. So we started paying attention to what we did. Interesting. Try to get away with it a little better. I but. And I, I never got spanked and I became a felon. So what does that say? <laughs> did you ever, did you ever say to your kids when they do something, you know, they've been punished before and you just had enough, you're like, so what do you think your punishment should be? It is the best question because they, they're like, um, oh, okay, maybe I only have dessert twice this week. I'm like, that yeah. doesn't feel yeah. right as a consequence. Yeah. But it's been very interesting. And then I've had other times where like one kid will steal something from the other kid. And we all know that kid A is wrong. Kid B has been, you know, traumatized in some way. I said, okay, so you can tell them what their consequence is. Because I was like, I'm tired of being the authoritarian, being the judge and jury. I was like, you wronged your sister. Now your sister's going to tell you what the consequence is. And it is so interesting and a good uh, practice to teach kids you know to hold your uh, your sister accountable and then they have to make amends to that person it's just this idea of i took something of yours without asking or i took something from you and i owe you something back and so um and because some of them are getting real crazy with their consequences maybe a little too much but then it got turned around on them i'm like you might want to really think about the consequences you're doling out and because it'll be your turn one day that's hilarious and i can't wait to try it it's really, it really makes kids think because at that point, they're just a victim of themselves. But if you can say to them, self-regulate, what would you do? What do you, what would you think a good consequence would be? And so they were a little shady at the beginning, but then they got better. They're like, I'm going to give you my phone for like a day. I'm like, mm, all right, two days. I'll give you my phone and I'll clean the bathroom. And I find that I get a lot more out of them. They'll be like, and I'll clean the bathroom. I'm like, okay, that's good. I'll take that. It's, it's very, <laughs> and maybe those are older just, kid like, things. I never did it when they were younger, but now. Well, Meredith, Meredith has has changed our kids' behavior in the last couple of weeks with her wheel of fun. Aww, wheel of misfortune, and it has, it has, because they look the second they turn around. I don't even. I'm not even yelling. The second they turn around, Sophia did it last night. She turned around with the biggest sass mouth ever. And she said something to me and I said, and she, she whips around, whips her, her pubescent uh, uh, head around, like from the exorcist and her hair is flying. And she just, I said, I'm doing it. And I said, (laughs) you know what you're doing? You're spinning that wheel. That's what you're doing. I said it. I don't regret it. And I said it. And she went over and she spun. I have to wash the windows. And I said, you better do it with a smile. And I turned back to cooking, cooking dinner, but I was like, come at me, come at me. Okay. I really, I really wish you had like a jingle that would play when the wheel turns. You know, yeah. Doo-doo, just to give it a little edge to it. Like it's exciting. Try a theme song from saw. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. No, but, it, but they know they just know it's like, go ahead. Come at me. What you got? Cause you're going to be, you want to keep spit spin again. 
spin again. I've done it three times. Spin again. Now you have a list. Go do your list. You know what? And what has she been doing lately? She's been working. She pulled up the trash cans yesterday. She came inside after her little hissy fit. Uh, She asked if she could have an extra 10 minutes to study. She was up at 5 a.m. this morning studying for a test. Oh, and I said, not at you. I to, I, well, I did say maybe five is a little, you're going to be, you're going to be asleep by lunch. That's I, not what you were going to say. You're like, look at you. Good girl. I said to her, I said, I'm, will. I said, I'm so proud of you for getting yourself up and ready. Thank you for studying. Oh, I, what? I thought, I'm sorry. I thought you said she was up till five in the morning studying. No, she got up at 5 a.m. to study. I was like, Meredith, this is going a little far. She's in middle school for crying out loud. Let her sleep. But I said to her, you know, be careful. You get up too early. You're going to fall asleep at school. I said, you're, you, you know, this is, that's very early to be up and have a full day. But she said, I was just nervous about my test. I said, well, I'm proud of you for taking the initiative. But, you know, 20 minutes later, she'll turn around and be like, I'm going to claw your eyes out. And it's like, you're, it is such a, this puberty is a killer, man. The the hormonal fluctuations in my home. Mm. It's intense. I could see it's creeping in with Aubrey. I'm menstruating. And so I've got a little bit of an attitude myself. And she was acting like she knew something for a fact, but I knew that she was wrong. And I was feeling so petty. Like I Googled it and I wanted to show her so bad. And I went back and forth. I'm like, does it matter? She's 10. It doesn't matter. But then I'm like, but the way she looked at you and said, no, they're called tennis shoes. Like, how do you just not say actually they're called sneakers according to google and wikipedia tennis shoes are specifically designed for playing the sport of tennis but like do you even give in i don't know it's Is this the actual example yeah oh my god <laughs> do you want me pulled into a teenager hole like nobody's business like and depending on my mood some most of the time i'm like i'm not doing this dance with you and i'll walk away like i just i don't care i don't give a shit whether you know the right but sometimes, depend, like you said, depending on your day, where you are in your cycle, or if you're Jim, Jim will fall for every teenage, and he'll be like, nah, yeah, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you talking to her? Just walk away. Yeah. Like, but she wanted, she wanted an answer. I go, you don't have to answer her. She's crazy. She's crazy. And so most of the time, I walk around the house, and I'll just walk through the house. I go, by the way, don't talk to your brother. He's in a mood. Don't talk to your brother today. You're, it's a trap. It is a, tra- it's a teenage trap. And it's, yeah. it's like, what's, what's the trap? The the flower, the penis, Venus, Venus, Matthias, Matthias the other day was right about something that we were talking about. Oh yeah. He got he it. He looked it up and he's like, I'm right. You're wrong. So then he started sending us TikToks of parents after you make a valid point in an argument, trying to t- prove how right he was. I'm like, you're still wrong. <laughs> he wasn't wrong though. He was right. He just Did you tell him wanted yeah I told he knew so, so he came in and he's like i'm i want to drive the golf cart and dave said you can't drive the golf cart you don't have a license and he said in the state of florida you have to be 14 years old in order to drive a golf cart you do not need to have a permit or a license i am 15 years old therefore i am old enough to drive the golf cart and dave said no you're not driving the golf cart it's illegal and so then we we googled it and he was right you have to be 14 years old in the state of because once again in the state of florida you could do anything yeah. 
that you want to do. Smoking, drinking. You can shoot at the moon while you drive the golf car. It doesn't matter. Like it's Florida. It does. I love that his personality, though. He was like, "I'm going to look it up. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to put together an Excel sheet. I'm going to bring it down. Have a well, who do you think that is, Dina? Mm-hmm. Who do you think that is in him? I love it. It's not me. I don't make you. no Excel sheets. It's Dave. Did you tell him that he was right? Yeah, I just got, I just said. Yeah, I just but I still told him. him no. No, but he's yeah. allowed to drive when, when we let him drive the golf cart when an adult is in it. I feel like that's a good compromise Yeah, because I feel like the golf carts are death traps. Ooh. Meredith even offered to go with him to go pick up a girl. That's awkward. How fast can a golf cart go? Like 30 miles an hour. And there's nothing keeping you inside of it. So it's like, if you take a hard right turn, you're in a, you're dead. You're dying. But here, the golf carts are on the road with real cars. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like cart pads. It's It's, very dangerous. So I'm like, if it were cart pads, knock yourself out. Yeah. You're on the road with other cars. Is there a seatbelt? In the back, not in the front. So it's like the driver, yeah. no seatbelt. When did you guys get a golf cart? He came home talking hey, about golf almost every day. He came home talking about how his friend broke his leg because they were trying to Tokyo drift their golf carts. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, Oh, and I don't what they were trying to what? Drift. Slide the carts. Like go as fast as you can and hit the brakes and try to slide. Like, like a, like a, In like a car. A, you drift around a corner, take a curve. No, 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 no. I no. We don't do that. Clearly, Dave, we're not drifters. Okay. Yeah, like, In Jersey, we just tell people off and, and we're angry. We don't. Like if you're sliding on the ice, like if you slide on the ice, so that skidding on the ice. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he broke his leg. So then the other guys flipped flipped it back up and tried it again. It's like, oh, there you go. They were smart. What? While he was in the ditch with the broken leg. That's crazy. I know somebody who died on a golf cart. Oh, God. From, like, an accident? Not even. He was standing on the back of it, and he fell off of it and hit his head. And it's just hearing that one random story, it implants a fear into my brain, and it's all I think about. It was one in nine million, but I can't not think about that every time we're on the golf cart and my kids ask me to drive. Yeah, but that's the, that's the whole thing with it. So, like, when we're in it, I actually ask them to go really slow because it dry, it, dry, it makes me so nervous. I'm a nervous damn – I'm a nervous wreck in everything I do in my life. But now you've put me in a, in, a, in a mini car that has no doors. Completely, I could just – I could be thrown at any moment in time, it feels like, when I'm on the thing. So I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Like you want to golf, you want to golf in a golf cart and ride around. That's one thing you want to drive with the Tokyo drifters. No, none of that. I'll have none of that. So yeah, I'm a lunatic. There's seatbelts, but Uh a jinx. Paper, scissors. (laughs) There's seatbelts, but I don't know if they'd be any safer or not. It doesn't make me feel safe. It's like, if we do get hit by a car, then you're just trapped in the metal. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Dina. Yours was probably nicer than what I was going to say. No, no, I was just saying to your point, I'm the same way. Like, all I need is one story about a random event where someone died, and that will be implanted in my brain forever. And then I'll randomly bring it out. The kids will be like, let's go for a bike ride on the boardwalk. I'm like, we could, but in order to get there, we have to cross over. And somebody died in the bike lane like two years ago. and And they're like, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm like, but it did. And just random. 
That's how I live my life. That's what I'm in therapy for right now. I'll leave you. We'll leave you with this as we end the show. A weatherman. Uh. A weatherman was riding his bike. Not, not fast in a bike lane, not doing anything he shouldn't have been doing. Accidentally tripped. He was standing to cross the street. Literally was standing, tripped and fell off of his bike, hit the curb with his head died. So he hit the he the hit the corner. No, why are you doing this? So the rule in our house is, and the kids hate it. You anytime you're on a bicycle, you have to have a helmet. Like, but like because I said if that man had had his helmet on, he would have lived because it was literally the like the slowest like impact. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just this weird thing that happened. But if he had on a helmet, he wasn't wearing a bike helmet. So the rule has always been for the kids. Now my kids are at an age where it's not cool to wear a bike helmet anymore because you're in middle school and high school and nobody in high school wears a bike. So I always tell them that weatherman would still be here telling us about a cold front coming in if he had been wearing his bicycle helmet. So Matias hates to drive to the tennis courts because the other kids that he plays with watch him ride up on his bike with his bike helmet and he hates it. But I I found him one day riding to the courts without his helmet on. I parked the car in the middle of the road. I got out. I took the helmet off because he he carries the helmet with him. So he, so he thinks I know he has it. I took it off the bike the bike uh, thing, put it on his head, snapped it, and said, "Now you may go to tennis. If I catch you without the bike helmet on again, I'm taking away the bike and you can walk." Mm. And he got and he was pissed. I can't believe you just got out of your car and put my helmet on for me. I said, "Well, stop being a baby." <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's how I parent. That's how I parent. You could have been the meteorologist who died standing at the corner because he didn't have on his helmet. So you're going to go to www.mynameisnotmom.com. There is an email sign up right there to so you can find out when we're coming to an area near you. If you click that link, you can. If you go to that website, you can also click the link to buy tickets to our show, which is July 20th, 21st, and 22nd in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, so please head on over there and check it out. Uh, if you are just now listening to this podcast because it's Monday, um, you're going to do the same thing. All right. So <laughs> it's Monday. Yeah. It's Monday. And you can also upload videos. So check out all of the questions that are there. Uh, if you would like to share some of your own mom stories, we're going to use them in the show. So uh, tape away, send them in. We love all the funny stuff. So, oh yeah. Don't put your email in here, Jennifer, not here, Jennifer. Oh. No, go to the website. Amazonmom.com. And there's a button that says, uh, get notified. So you're going to put uh no i don't believe there's going to be an online option to watch it um because this is you know this is inside the the comedy the the comedy zone but um please do put your email into that list because we could come to a a a town near you soon enough so there's enough interest Hmm. (laughs) there's enough interest correct (laughs) <laughs> like if one person buys tickets, they're going to be like, mm, they, we tried ladies, maybe next year. So go yeah. buy tickets. Yeah, but the idea is that we're going to be coming to a city near you. So that's um, the idea. This the, that's the idea. So these are some of the first shows. So you're going to get a sneak peek into the touring show, the national touring show. Um, and um, yeah, it should be fun. It is and a sneak peek for sure. Like Tyrese takes a sneak peek. Wow, nice callback. Yes. <laughs> there you go, Timmy. Look at that. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So what do we have to do, Tiffany? Join Take us. a nap. Join us next week. Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. See ya. Thanks, Dina, for joining us. I feel like we're supposed to do Where can we find Dina? (laughs) One funny mother. Anything one funny mother, you'll find me there. Google it. Sorry. Meredith's a terrible person. With a love. <laughs> <laughs>